0: Warmer weather is
1: often paired with increased physical activity. Sometimes activity can lead to injury. Ogden Clinic orthopedic surgeon Dr. Michael Hall visited us to explain the worst and most common springtime injuries he sees and how you can keep you and your family safe. Welcome to The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast provided by Ogden Clinic, where your prescription for health-centered conversation, stories, and advice. I'm Parker Shaw, and with the help of my team in featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, You'll reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. Hello everybody, welcome to The Daily Diagnosis. This is Parker from the marketing team with ya.
0: And Sharice from the marketing team
1: and we actually have a provider here that's been on an episode before we have Dr. Mike Hall, who is one of our orthopedic surgeons for the clinic. Um, Dr. Hall, I know you've been on before, but we'd like you to introduce yourself again to our listeners. Can you kind of, um, let them know a little bit about you? I can.
0: And thanks for having me back, Parker. (laughs) We're so glad you are. (laughs) It's been a little while since we've seen you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so name is Mike Hall. Um, I'm, uh, orthopedic surgeon with Ogden clinic. I've been here for going on 16 years. Um, our office is on Harrison Boulevard, uh, at about 4,600 Harrison Boulevard. Um, where there's two buildings there. We're in the South building. So we call that professional center South. Um, I've, uh, enjoyed, uh, my time here at Ogden clinic and, uh, continue to,
1: and you said it's 16 years here, right? Going on 16. So that's my, pretty impressive. Yeah.
0: I, st- I think my start date was August. So okay, I'm so you're almost now. to the anniversary yeah, there.
1: Minutes. That's awesome. Well, for those of our listeners that haven't met you before, we wanted to ask you some kind of like more off the wall, random get-to-know-you questions, and also some ones that uh, pertain to your professional career a little bit. Okay. So
0: what is something unique about you that people might not know? You know, I, I have a lot of hobbies. Uh, you know, I do a lot of hiking and I really enjoy fishing. I've gone to Cuba fishing. I've gone to Belize. I go to Alaska. So I really enjoy fishing, fly fishing in particular. Um, I do a fair amount of uh, camping and hunting and a lot of different outdoors types of things. Probably the one that would surprise people is that I absolutely love and have done this since I was 18 years old. I love gardening.
1: Okay. Gardening, like do you have seasonal do everything all year i'm a vegetable gardener. vegetable garden yep okay
0: so i grow lots and lots of tomatoes and peppers and lettuce and kale and onions and i have three oh, peach trees and so that
1: sounds that sounds actually i love my parents are garden, like vegetable gardeners as well and this is my favorite some of my favorite foods you just mentioned yeah,
0: i do it every year and and I find more relaxation in gardening than I do in almost anything else. So, so do you cook as well? I, I am not a great cook, but my wife is. Okay, so <laughs> you tag team. team. Yeah. yeah. So all that stuff that I grow, she turns into salsa or mm, yes. you know, peaches. And you know she does a lot of canning and, and things like that. So
1: what's your favorite thing that you grow? Do you have like a plant that's like your baby I, well or like, like something you have to give
0: a lot of extra care to i absolutely love peaches and all right and that's i've I've been my favorite fruit since i don't know how long so i love peaches but my favorite thing to grow is probably peppers
1: okay <laughs> like really spicy ones or you what, know, what kind do you grow i
0: don't really care for the like bell peppers and stuff i love to grow different kind of hot peppers they're nice. kind of fun because yeah. then, then you try and after you grow them, then you try and eat them. <laughs> so <clears throat> we grow habaneros and different kinds of jalapenos and all kinds of different peppers. That's
1: awesome. That makes me excited for summer and when it gets warmer because mm-hmm. then you get to you get to have all of those. That's cool. So you guys probably, do you have a really big garden or is it smaller?
0: I have a pretty good tight garden. Okay, yeah.
1: cool. Well, I know where we're going to get our zucchinis this
0: year. And, <laughs> and our peaches. <laughs> and peaches. They yeah, got lots of peaches. Nice. Aside from necessities... What's one thing you could not go one day without? Oh, if anybody has ever been at my office, they know that it's Diet Coke. Ah. <laughs> I am a Diet Coke drinker.
1: Yeah, when Dr. Hall walked in, I was like, do you want a drink of water? He's like, I just need something with caffeine.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has a Mountain Dew here, no <laughs> Diet Coke. because we didn't have Diet Coke. I know, the oh, fridge was you're limited. <laughs> we got something, though, so you're a Diet Coke kind of guy. Yeah, every once in a while, one of my office staff will bring one in and – um. And every once in a while, if I bring in something that's a little stronger, like uh, a monster drink or something like that, they actually take it and go hide it because they're worried about me. So they that Coke. <laughs> they're
1: watching out for you, though. Okay, so what would be your song of choice at karaoke night?
0: That's, hmm. that's a tough one. It is a tough would one. Would I have to sing it?
1: Of oh, course. <laughs> you'd have to sing it and perform it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Sandman from Metallica. Okay. Oh, Metallica. (laughs) If Scott was in here, he would be like
1: applauding. (laughs) (laughs) He loves Metallica. That's awesome. Okay. And then last random get to know you question. What is your proudest accomplishment?
0: Hmm. You know, I think you probably have to go, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we do in our life. And I think the thing that probably brings us our most enjoyment is our family. And so, you know the raising of my four boys is probably my proudest accomplishment very
1: cool and how old are they now if you don't mind me asking yeah
0: so i've got one that's 24 one that's 21 um a 19 year old and a 16 year old all right and so they're a little older now almost yep, an older. empty nester yeah are kind of weird actually already <laughs> um, we had i just had one of my my oldest son just got married about three weeks ago. Okay, congratulations. And, and then I have a, the other one is getting married in uh, a month. Okay, yeah. so
1: busy times. Yep, it's kind of weird. That's r- fun, and your family grows then, like because then you get grandkids yep. and
0: all that fun well, stuff. Well, it's comes been along great for it. my wife, who's always wanted a daughter. Yes, And she said, "All this house full of boys." Yes, we even have two dogs that are males. I mean, we can't seem <laughs> like, yeah. like, now so now. Poor has, lady. Like, yeah, she so can have. Someone she to now has with. a daughter-in-law, and the two of them sit there and play in the kitchen and make meal prepping and do all kinds of stuff. And she loves it. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Well, along with, so with your career, um, what is your favorite thing about your job?
0: Favorite thing about my job is, um, I just like seeing people get better. You know, it, it's, it sounds like a simple answer, but that's the one thing that brings me back every day is sort of the idea that we are seeing uh, people rejoin their activities or rejoin the lives they want to lead, and they they're happy. You know, so, unfortunately, a lot of times in medicine we just have bad news, and we try and manage problems that aren't never going to go away. We just but we have that's what we do as as doctors. Right. We manage these chronic problems that certainly make people's lives better, but we don't necessarily cure. And the difference with that in orthopedics is a lot of times we fix stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't have to deal with all the, the dark and grim. Usually. Well, you well do, sometimes, sometimes you do, sometimes you
0: do, but, but a lot of times there's a really happy ending or a happy outcome to what we do, which I think is in some ways unique to orthopedics. And, and I really enjoy that part of my job. Okay. So in some ways that kind of denotes something that's unique. You know, because there's a a lot of people with a lot of similar injuries that I've taken care of, especially when you talk about sports, right? Sports, you see a lot of ACL tears and people come in feeling, you know, devastated at the end of the season, especially if they're a high school student or something, college student, they're missing a year. So all of those kinds of situations are really gratifying to me, and they they all kind of stand out. Uh, But that being said, you know, uh, probably one that was more unique and... I can't get into names or different things like sure. that because of rules that we have. But, right. It was HIPAA. Um, yep. Right? HIPAA. We follow HIPAA. <laughs> but I can remember a time um, a few years ago where there was a high school kid that was um, hit by a car um, wow. crossing the street to go to high school. And he was very badly injured, um, ended up spending... Uh, Several days, I think a couple of weeks actually uh, in the hospital, some of it in the ICU, but he had both of his femurs, both of his tibias broken, plus some other injuries. And I remember coming in and seeing him and that's, you know, how devastating is that? And I think I spent somewhere around seven, eight hours that day putting him back together. Yeah. And you know some of those were open fractures you know which means the bone is sticking out of the skin yeah and just the concern of the family and and even myself with all these open injuries and all these major broken bones and how would he turn out um he went on to get out of the hospital he followed up with me the bones healed but still you don't know how long-term effects are gonna turn out um about three years after that, after I'd you know we'd kind of signed off, okay, your your bones are healed and things like that, so you know go live life and 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 hopefully things are going to go well for you. About three years after that, he came in to my office and he was uh, needing some care, and I got a chance to see him again. And yeah. he had gone on and was fully participating in life and his his legs had all healed and wow. he could run, he could play basketball, he could participate in sports. And, and that was a moment for me where it was, it was like, okay, I've done something good in this world. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. It's a great story. Yeah, Thanks seriously, Talk about that. a
1: recovery. That is amazing. Yeah. Way cool that you can participate in that today. Well, we kind of did want to talk about, I mean, a lot of things that you see involve injuries sometimes obviously that example you gave us is a little bit more expre- extreme um, however with things warming up it's spring um, there's a little bit more activity going on with everybody we wanted to focus on some common springtime injuries that you might see um, now that it's, it's nicer outside can you kind of go into that topic for us today
0: you bet and i'm on call this whole weekend so hopefully we don't see anything but <laughs> It is supposed to be pretty warm. It's supposed to be warm, yeah. yeah. So stay safe out there. We start getting springtime and and other you know we have the the spring sports which are, you know, we start getting into soccer, outdoor soccer, um we get into baseball and track and lacrosse and all those things. But something that that is really concerning um, from my standpoint because we see some really bad injuries from this are trampolines. Mm, yep, and skateboards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, we start getting in the springtime and everybody wants to get out and, and have fun. And we start doing some things that are a little unsafe. And, and so one of the, the worst kinds of injuries that we end up seeing are actually from skateboards. And a lot of times it's not just the skate park skateboards. We, we start seeing kids hopping out on longboards and going down roads, yeah, getting at high speeds. And then, and then Crash bad in. stuff happens, yeah. And so we're not just having a little broken wrist or broken arm that's easy to kind of just pop back in place. We start seeing open injuries and open fractures, um, which means, you know, on a road, you're talking about dirt and stuff in the wound as well as the bone sticking into dirt and, and asphalt. So the, these can be pretty, pretty debilitating injuries long term even. So the one thing that as we get into spring... You know it's not that skateboards are bad yeah it's what do you do with the skateboard right? <laughs> right. so <clears throat> i know everybody wants to hop down and go down glassman park and or go down some big long hill with a with a longboard because it's lots of fun but you're you got to really lots of risk think there. about that yeah um li- live to skate another day let's just say that yeah the other one is um Well, there's several, but one that's also unique as we start getting into springtime is we start seeing trampoline injuries. And uh, trampoline injuries um, are usually the result of too many people on the trampoline. (laughs) 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 Um, It's funny because we have all these nettings and different devices that we put around trampolines thinking people fly off the trampoline, and that's how we all get hurt. That is not true what happens is we got lots of people bouncing on the trampoline and usually somebody lands on somebody or gets bounced too high or things like that. So it doesn't matter if you have an enclosure around your trampoline or what, but usually just, <laughs> just I, I know it's safe. real boring and it sounds like, you know, it sounds like my dad talking to me, but only one person <laughs> on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good rule of thumb to follow yes, definitely. though, like,
1: cause that's what we do. I, I know that we do that. Like I, uh, I that's why I was laughing while you're talking is like, that's definitely what we're going to do with my family this week right, when sure. we get together, everybody
0: wants, you know, play cl- crack the egg or whatever you want to call it. And yeah, but that's, that's where the injuries occurs when lots of people are on the trampoline.
1: Yeah. Sometimes injuries can come based off of overuse yep. and I'm sure you see a little bit of that. What do you see with regards to overuse injuries and how do you treat them in kind of those details?
0: So it's kind of funny in the winter, we all kind of hibernate, you know, because it's cold and we don't want to go out and start doing stuff because it's too cold, except for skiing maybe. But as we start getting into the spring, we do start to see a lot more of the overuse types of injuries from, um, running and, uh, uh, biking and different things. So we start seeing some IT band syndrome, some patellar tendonitis types of things. Um, tennis, you know, the classic tennis elbow, but there's also golfer's elbow which are all just different kinds of tendinitis types of situations around uh, the elbow. Um, so we start seeing overuse injuries in, in, in a lot of different types of activities and sports. So the smart thing to do when, when you're starting to get back into your spring sport or your activity, is you always want to start slow. People are so excited. They want to get out and they want to, well, I was running 10 miles a day last year. I'm going to hop <laughs> yeah, out on the road and I'm going to run 10 miles 10. <laughs> starting day one. Well, if you do, you're going to end up with either a, an overuse injury, like a stress fracture or a, a inflamed patellar tendon. And then you're going to be sitting on the sidelines for a couple of months. So work into things kind of slow, um, doing some, uh, cross types of activities. If you want to run, that's great, but maybe hop on a bike a little bit too. Maybe do some, some, uh, stair or something. Cause you want to kind of do some different activities so that you don't overdo one. That's good advice. That makes sense. And always start slow. Don't go out and start running 10 miles a day. Start with two and then gradually work back (laughs) up to that 10. Good advice. That is good
1: advice. Well, for all of our listeners out there, make sure you stay safe. You don't want to have to go visit. Well, we want you to visit Dr. Hall, but hopefully it's for... Well, I'm not, I'm going to rephrase this (laughs) 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 for all of our listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in and listening today. Now that it is getting warmer, just make sure you stay safe out there. But if not, we, we have a good, you'll be in good hands with Ogden clinic here with Dr. Hall. Um, and for those that have tuned in and listening, thanks for listening to the The daily Daily Diagnosis. diagnosis. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers, or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcasts app, make sure you leave us a review
0: or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post.